I always bring people, the new ones, the face-to-face interacting with other people at a cafe or a hotel where there is so casual approach um, and there there is no talk about a business. I mean, there, there's no question arises, what do you do? It's a question arises, where do you live? Or, you know, I want to know more about you. And there are about 50, 60 people all around. There wouldn't be chance of sitting with one person and, you know, talking for a length of time. But it's a, it's a casual interaction between everyone and knowing about everyone, what they're doing in their lives. And then if everything goes well, then they go on doing some business later on stages, like fourth or fifth or seventh conversations, I guess. But for a newbie, it's always a casual atmosphere. They might go to some networking events and they don't like it. it and that's okay. I would mm. say you need to shop around, go right. and, and, and mm. you can only... You only make an informed decision by by visiting and mm. going and, and and if it's not your cup of tea then start your own networking group welcome to the inspire to thrive podcast i'm your host phoebe lay and in each episode i will be sharing with you insights from either an inspiring person or myself to help you thrive and shine online and in person We talk about all things marketing, relationships, money, business, growth, mindset, and more. So thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you inspired to thrive. Welcome to the studio. Shri, I'm so grateful that you are here. You've just joined us after an awesome interview with Therese, who is still in the room with us, in fact. And I'm so grateful that both of you are in front of me right now. We're live in the podcast studio. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Phoebe. But it's so wonderful to see you uh, like a vegetable garden here. <laughs> Look at your greens. It's beautiful well, we and amazing. to St. Patrick. It's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow for those that are listening. And Therese and I, I know this isn't on camera and you can just hear us, but we are both wearing green. And no, I did not get the memo. Did you? Uh, We did not get the memo. We are just so in sync. We were just in sync. You're making me more jealous now because I'm not that in green. And it's amazing to see you two legends. And you you look fantastic as well, Shree. Thank you. Shree. I want to bring you into the studio because today it is officially eight days until Healthy Wealthy Wise 2023 on March 24th. I'm very, very excited. We had a really fantastic event in 2022 where we had a great turnout. You know, we absolutely, I think we all had a blast. Absolutely, we did. And the reason it all started is because two people came together and decided they wanted to bring people together to talk about health, well, and wisdom. So I want to hear from those two people. What inspired you to get this all together started and who wants to go first? Well, yeah, I can go first because it was at Therese Alta's Bar gathering. We did that and I had a feeling that I really wanted to share the knowledge or the skills and I had deep passion of collaboration with a lot of businesses under one roof. So I just went up to T and uh, instigated this conversation that our T, how about we do a seminar presentation? And we, you know, she she's brilliant in those um, ideas and creativity. She just turned up and said, well, that's a wonderful idea. Let's bring up two or three speakers and, you know, all throwing out all the ideas. 
And that's where it started, Healthy Wealthy Wise. But she came up with the name. She, It's completely her baby, which I adopted, I guess. <laughs> and we both um, have started conversing and who to bring on board and what to do um, and how it should go from here. I remember that night. I was there and I had, yeah. I think, the best time. I remember seeing all the people in the room that a lot of them I'd never met before and going, I would like to see these people again. And there was just this energy about the day. Absolutely. That was such a wonderful energy that day. And I had, we had a couple of other people as well, Tony and Greg too, on that day. And Steve was uh, sitting right beside us, uh, Steve and Sue. Yes. Um, and we, we all were having an open conversation about this, um, how to do and what to do um, kind of thing. And uh, it was fantastic. T, do you want to say something about that? What I think I'd like to say, and where I suppose through various iterations to where we're at today, uh, Sri and I first met five years ago. Yeah, we did. Can you believe it? Uh, and at that time, he was a couple of years into the business. Would yeah. that be right? That would be two years in. And looking at ways to re- what he did was great, and it was about how can I reach more people um, to be able to help them with the the business that I ran. And so I said as I said to a lot of people you know what broaden your network like get out maybe do a bit of networking find some networking groups or geez maybe even start your own um well Shri took that it was I always liken it to let's say I might have been coaching Leonardo da Vinci and I said have you ever thought about giving painting a crack and then you know he's a genius so I always that's my analogy that I always say with Shri so why don't you give networking a crack? And he's gone out to be and run with it the most awesome global networker that I've ever seen. Oh, thank you over so these much. last five years. Like seriously, he is yeah the Leonardo da Vinci of the networking world. And what I'd also say is some people network for networking's sake and actually make networking quite transactional. Not this man. He builds a network of love. He really does. So, and I actually think that's a really special gift. You really touched my heart. And honestly, I mean, that is exactly how I started my business networking as well about five years ago. As T mentioned, it was was with her while I was sitting and I was scribbling on the paper. What do I do now? How do I bring up this working and branding? How do I do influence financials? And she was the one who who gave that idea or birth to my business networking, saying, why don't you call a few people in your suburb and, and do a bit of business networking, see me if you can learn something out of it. And was few, there was no transaction whatsoever with those people who come along and share the, you know, the floor with me and sit down and have your coffees, um, beautiful smiles, passionate about their business, but the personal life as well. I was so happy to come along. And um, I started with six people. And I've got a database of 150, 175 people now who are organic. And I sat with them face to face. And I know them purely how they operate their businesses. And tremendous. Like, I mean, it's it's such a passion what I have built myself. Thanks to T, I would say. And thanks to incredible people around who have inspired me for this long. And yeah, to be continued. I love that because one thing that Therese has just brought up is networking. And I, I truly think that there is a big difference between going out and networking 
and bringing a community together. And I think that you could almost say that it's not networking. Oh, I, yes. I would almost say that it's something, a it's a community mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, it's an event, so to speak, but not like in a traditional sense where there's a speaker and an agenda and then everyone gets food and then hears someone talk. But it's like there's something, you know, like, a, and this is, I'm, I'm not talking about healthy, wealthy, wise per se, but just like, you know, when you have your networking, mm-hmm. inverted commas. What I love about healthy, wealthy, wise, and not because I have a biased point of view and I'm going to be on the panel, but because of the way the audience has Mm. responded and what they've shared with me is Mm. that everybody gets a snippet Mm. of an industry Mm. and they get to learn a little bit from one particular industry and then another, and then they get to come together and meet people from other industries and they get to collide and ask questions, grow, grow in a personal sense, grow in terms of, for example, marketing, personal branding, finance, and they get to learn and they get to learn the latest updates. But then there's also that like mingling that happens as well. Now, what would you say to someone that is first time at a networking event, no idea what's going on, no idea, you know, how they're going to get new business out of it and they want to grow their business. Maybe they're a startup or something like that, but they're at a networking event like what would you say to that person who has landed at a space where, for example, Healthy Wealthy Wise is running or any other kind of event? For me, I always bring people, the new ones, the face-to-face interacting with other people at a cafe or a hotel where there is so casual approach um, and there, there is no talk about a business. I mean, there's no question arises, what do you do? It's a question arises, where do you live? Or, you know, I want to know more about you. And there are about 50, 60 people all around. There wouldn't be chance of sitting with one person and, you know, talking for a length of time. But it's a a casual interaction between everyone and knowing about everyone, what they're doing in their lives. And then if everything goes well, then they go on doing some business later on stages, like fourth or fifth or seventh conversations, I guess. But for a newbie, it's always a casual atmosphere. It's a, it's as T mentioned earlier, it's a community, and community support always with beautiful smiles, love, and relationship on a longevity, rather than taking one uh, meeting and one transaction. I always see that there's a long relationship, long-term relationship with anyone who I deal with. And that goes from heart to heart rather than as a transaction. I never felt anyone as a transaction. And I give the advice to the people who comes new to the business networking as well, to be open arms, to be open-minded and interact with all the people and know about them, what they have done in their lives. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. I think that it's not about handing out a business card and it's not about, you know, who knows, you know, follow me on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever. It's actually about, hey, I want to get to know you. Let's go and catch up outside of this event and have Mm. a coffee and then, or a Zoom, and then we can talk about what you do. And maybe if you'd like to hand out a business card so that someone can get 
get your contact details. Okay, so recently, in fact, it was the night after International Women's Day and I'd, I'd just flown back from Sydney and I went to this like long table event and it was beautiful. It was very elegant and um, we all talked for ages and ages. Yes. And I remember that the people that I sat next to, we were talking for so long, it was like we knew all about their personal lives and I felt like they were like, you know, my new family, so to speak. And it was interesting that, you know, occasionally there'll be someone that will just be like, I'm leaving, I've got to go, here's my card. And there's this like almost like this desperation to just leave you their card because they've got to do it because that's like, you know, well, otherwise that's what they read in net business networking one oh one handbook, yeah. Right. Mm. Otherwise they haven't made the most of it or something. And at the end of the night, as a receiver, you walk away and you don't go, Oh, I'm so glad I got all these cards. They cannot wait to go through all of them. They usually end up in a stack that gets mm. bigger and bigger. And then eventually you put the stack in a box or you throw it out, right? Or yep. you just recycle True. them. True. But it's the conversations, it's the people where I've had a meaningful conversation with them. Those are the ones that create lasting memories. Absolutely. And you remember them for a long time as well um, in your minds. And yes. suddenly clicks, oh, okay, I met this person. I want to give that person a call and have a coffee with him to know more about what you do. Yes. Um, and then you go on a long-term relationship, even in business as well. Yeah, because the, the, the business relationship at networking is exactly the same as the personal relationship yeah. too. I would say too, there are always those people sometimes at networking events where I go, I I am not going to marry uh, or, or accept that wedding proposal because I met you on the dance floor at the club. <laughs> so that's like not the right time to ask. I think what we need to do is like get to know each other a little yeah. bit more, maybe go on some little play dates yep. or see what we're into. Mm. And then maybe mm. after half a dozen or maybe 25 years of dating, yeah. then we might have agreed that maybe a lifelong commitment's for us. Perfect analogy. Hmm. Perfect. Wow, 25 years is a long time. Remember <laughs> that guy on the dance floor, mate, lending tears. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it is like, you know, just like any kind of form, any form of business relationship, people need to have multiple touch points. They need to understand you. They need to know your values. They need to know what you do, what makes you stand apart. And your business card is just not going to cut it. No, I, no. I really think I'm going to speak like a millennial right now and say, I really think business cards are dying. Mm. Never got them printed for Therese.co. Oh, Ever. Yes. Didn't worry about it. Yeah. QR codes now. Yeah. I have a tapped card. I just, yeah. I literally NFC people's phones, mm. which is basically like, you know, kind of like when you tap and pay, you yeah. you just hover the card over someone's iPhone or Samsung or whatever, and then they can just save my contact details. Yeah. And that way, if I change my email or website or phone number, yeah. I can update it and I don't have to throw out all those cards yeah. I've just yeah. printed. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, gone are the days, I think, for the business cards, actually. And I can see that people are connecting on LinkedIn and seeing them face-to-face and sit down and have a chat, few chats, um, and then do the business if everything works out for them. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, people should believe in personal relationships first, then comes the business relationships. Because even a business has to be run by a person or an individual. And if that's got to be forgotten, forget about the business. 
Uh, I mean, I, I I don't think the business would be that successful, or the business collaboration would be that successful if you don't know the person, as you mentioned, marrying someone. Yes, you would know obviously for a while and then take that uh, big step. I uh, mean, even with the business as well, you don't want to burn your business not knowing the person how he or she reacts uh, when when you throw out a business opportunity to them. Mm. Totally agree. In terms of healthy, wealthy, and wise, I'd I'd love to hear about, you know, the the value that it brings to people that are in like the mortgage and the finance industry because I think that you guys are the expert in that field. I'm not in that field. I have clients, lots of clients that are in property or mortgage broking or financial planning. But I'd love to know, like, for those that are so busy, you know, they've got so much going on. What's the value in them being in the room at the event? Oh, I think what I think is excellent, you're going to give up three, four hours of an afternoon. But what you're going to listen to is six experts on their key subjects. So, and I don't know where else, Phoebe, you could go. And I think there is absolute power in in face-to-face delivery and presentation. I totally am up for digital and webinar and all that sort of stuff as well. But there is a magic in the room mm. when humans come together and connect. Mm. So, so, and I think the message and delivery is stronger in that case and point as well. So what are you going to get? Phoebe, you're talking about marketing to millennials. So if I was any mortgage brokers that I coach, yeah, the future of your business is about knowing and understanding how you are going to engage with millennials and Gen Zs. That is, they are your next first home buyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They are the children perhaps of older clients that you serviced 10 years ago. There is a way to communicate to them mm-hmm. and sending them a business card and a pamphlet ain't going to cut it. So I think you're going to learn that myself. As you know, I'm passionate about personal branding. We've got Con talking about chat GPT, mm. so which is hot topic at the moment, and then how can I be more effective on LinkedIn? This is all very relevant mm. to business owners, especially mortgage brokers. Absolutely. And then so you've got experts on, well, Sean from healthy CEOs. So mm. how to run a business, how to be awesome and successful, but also how to preserve your physical and mental well-being as well. And he works with CEOs. Mm. He understands that business people are busy people. He understands that busy people are overachievers. And he also understands too how he can and listen to him, what the things that you can do so you can fit a healthy lifestyle into being a business owner. So I think to get all of that in one audience at an awesome location with rooftop views of Melbourne and Collins Street, seriously, if you're serious about improving your business, you'd make the time and come along. And it's it's three, four hours on a Friday. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well. And it works with drinks. Drinks, snacks, people, great vibes. Yeah. Most importantly, it is 
you know, three, four hours out of an afternoon where you're probably already winding down for the weekend. And it's a great way to end the week, but also start the next week because you're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to network, you're, you're literally going to take notes from a lot of different experts that are going to blow your mind in, in, because, for example, um, I'm just going to talk about my topic for a second because I, I don't know specifically enough about what everyone else is sharing yet. But, for example, marketing to millennials, right? We we don't all have the time to go and research and have real-life examples of how to do that, whereas what I'm sharing is really the things that the mistakes that I've made mm. to understand and come to a point where I can get millennials to engage with my posts and grow my Instagram, right? So as an example of you just using that as an example, I think a lot of, say, for example, you're a mortgage broker and you've got, yes, you've got the got your older clients as well, but a, millennials are the largest generation in history. They are, they're they're bigger than the baby boomers. Absolutely. I can't believe I'm a, I'm a millennial. You know, I, I mean, like, you know, I, I work with people of all different ages, mm-hmm. but I think that there is a skill to market to millennials and we're all starting to think more like millennials as well. Believe it or not, we're all very similar in the way we interact on social media, with the way we scroll and the things that draw our attention. Mm-hmm. So there is definitely a skill and an art to that. And I think that is something that a lot of people will gain value from. And the opportunity, I too, I think, Phoebe, as well, when you're in the audience, that you've got the opportunity to ask you direct questions. Absolutely. So as, a, as somebody in the audience to go, hey, I don't know that I quite get got that, or I've got this other random question, I'm not sure how that fits in, but I think it's mm. got to do with millennials. I think mm. that opportunity in the room mm. to ask those direct questions of yeah. the experts, yeah. Yeah. I think, the values in that oh, everywhere bit as much as no doubt about it the and delivery I, yeah i just wanted to add up that my personal choice would be choosing give it back to the community like i've got 10 years of banking experience and then i moved into broking for five years now um and i've got best of the best business coaches around and best of the best social media experts around me who's guiding me day-to-day life how to do best in the business why not everyone cherish those moments? Why not everyone uh, seek those advices? Or why not everyone be on one single floor under one single roof and get gather that information to be uh, to do good in their own businesses? And by doing that, what we're trying to do is we're trying to collaborate with 100, 150 businesses under one roof with six incredible speakers who are giving away the tips and tricks of the trade. And these guys are picking up and giving those advices back to their clients or in their own business. As a mortgage broker, I give it back to my clients. When I go to a developer, when I go to a solicitor or a lawyer or a conveyancer or a social media expert or a business coach, I learn so much. And I go back to my clients and advise them how to do better in their lives, in their wealth strategy, or being wise in their businesses or being healthy by talking to Sean every day. So why not everyone pick up these tips and tricks and grow their own? So good. Mm. So, so good. On the topic of like, you know, in-person events and people gathering together, 
T, you mentioned something really powerful there. There is something definitely different about, for example, attending a workshop or a networking event or a breakfast or a dinner or a gala compared to having these things on Zoom, for example. I remember um, in 2000 and, uh, 2021, I um, was awarded the finalist award as um, Young Business Leader of the Year in Whitehalls, and we had our gala on Zoom. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I think I attended some clients' virtual online awards shows too. They suck. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it honestly, it felt like I was just celebrating in my room in in yeah. the study with yeah. just a screen and yeah. and whatever drink I had. I think I had a tea or mm. definitely wasn't champagne, but it felt like it wasn't celebrated. Mm. And then we came out of lockdown, and that year's finalists and winners, etc. They didn't we didn't get the gala right. We, it's not like they celebrated too in the next year. So I really feel that there. There is a big difference. I mean, I've won awards since and a lot of them have been online again. So I haven't felt what it's like to, you know, celebrate in a room and go up on stage and things like that. And I think that there is something really, really nice about that because I, and I see it from my clients, I celebrate virtually while they're in Sydney and they win their awards. And I feel like, woo, I love it. But there is something, I think it's not the same. Mm. And T, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on that. Oh, I don't think there's any comparison. And and I know that there is a new term now for there's a cohort of people that freaking love lockdown and regret that it's over. They really and it's called goblin complex. Uh-huh. It's called, yeah. There is a bunch of people now that I've never heard of that. Goblin yeah. complex. So the social researchers McKinsey. They've just got. They've just brought it out now. So that is that's a new that's a new term, yeah. a new phenomenon. Uh, so there is a cohort of people that go. I really like lockdown, mm-hmm. and still today prefer nothing to just wear their sweats, throw my slippers on. I'd rather work virtually. I don't want to see people. I want to eat donuts. <laughs> yeah, I want to have the cat. Yeah. Um. So so there actually is is a phenomenon now. And that has that complex. But I, what I wanted to say about face-to-face, because I was at a networking event mm-hmm. just before this podcast. Oh, wow. And I met a really remarkable lady. And so what I what people will say with face-to-face, oh, all the way in the city. <laughs> Gosh. But, of course, we used to travel and commute into the city yeah. all the time, no problem. Yeah. So there's a many excuses that we have. Oh, it's all the way in the city. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it. Or I say I'm going to do it. And then I book in something that I think might be more important. Then I let people down. Mm. Um, and there's other things to do. Mm. But I met a lady today and her name's Peter Hook. Shout out to Peter. And she is also a podcaster, Phoebe. She has a podcast called the I Can't Stand podcast. So Peter has cerebral palsy. She was born with cerebral palsy her whole life. She has never been able to walk. Mm. So she doesn't know what it's like to stand or walk. And she's actually an advocate, a disability advocate. Her Instagram, which I love, but it says uh, her 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 um, podcast is proving that you can be happy living with a disability. So uh, so she started that podcast about three years ago. She was uh, working somewhere else. 
finally went, no, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'll launch this podcast. She has recorded, so every Tuesday, um, the I Can't Stand podcast comes out. She will have a guest in that has some sort of disability. Mm. And then they just have a chat about that because she believes that I am not disabled, but I I can't understand mm. yeah, mm. what it's like to be disabled if I'm not or I don't know anybody that's disabled. So her podcast is about sharing those experiences so that we can all perhaps better understand, mm. yeah, how people wow. can live a joyful life with a disability. She recently got picked up by the Nova channel oh, for wow. her podcast. How yeah. cool is that? How did she get that? Because she freaking networks. Of course. So, and that was her exact answer when you asked her, "How did you get that? How did you get? How did you get that break with Nova?" She said, "Well, I network. I have a look at people that uh, have got a bigger following than me that have been podcasting longer than me that are connected to stations like Nova, and I find out where they're at, mm. and then I get out and I go and network at those events. Absolutely. So, and she's challenged, right? She's got motorized." She can't walk, she can't stand. She is eloquent as hell and super colourful, so I love her. But I think if she, yeah, if Peter can get out, she's got cerebral palsy and she can get out and network, she deserves every bit of credit and success that um, she has achieved and will achieve. Absolutely. Um, she was on at Australian Fashion Week on the runway, yeah, stripped off to her underwear, down that aisle in a wheelchair to say we're all beautiful yeah we all have great bodies so i think that was hugely courageous but if she can't if there are people that say i can't possibly go to that networking event because i've got a slight twinge of a a flicker in my eye that might result in a in a migraine yeah um i think that you need to be inspired by peter Peter. book yeah and really reconsider, yeah, your hardships. And we need to also, I mean, I do understand that we need to to be selective Mm. with where we go as well. Mm. We need to be very careful with how we spend our time. And I do do understand that, yes, commuting does take a long time, but what are you getting out of so-and-so event? Like, Mm. is this something that you go to every single month where you've, you know, not really gained that much value from or maybe you haven't really grown your business because of that or is this something that will help you grow your business that will challenge you that will take you out of your comfort zone where you will meet people that are you know I I, I love the saying I want to be the dumbest in the room I actually really love that saying because I want to be surrounded by people that are doing greater things than me that are inspiring me that make me expand my vision and it pushes that invisible glass ceiling up I want to be around those people I don't want to go to the same networking event where it's always the same people and it's always the same thing and you know, and coming out of duty, yeah, right, right. to the host, right. Yeah, I really agree to that, Steve. And I just wanted to add that up that if you are in a networking event, you should feel like sky is the limit with the with the with the amount of worth of people, uh, knowledge, what you've got around you. That should be from your heart. It feel it should feel like 
you've got strength which makes you much bigger than what you are. Then that's what is called networking, I guess, because that interaction will give you a lot of courage in doing more creative, mm -hmm. more, uh, you know, uh, tougher challenges, which comes across and say, hey, I can do this because I've got great amount of people around me who can inspire me, who can take me to another level. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That's that's what is called networking, I guess. Definitely. And for the listeners who are maybe new in business or a solopreneur or maybe you're even uh, not in business yet, I think networking is a fantastic opportunity for you to learn from people that are already doing it, yeah. for you to kind of get a gauge for what their life is like and for you to get a gauge for what a certain industry is like. So I think that you don't need to go to a networking event once you've made it. Mm. You don't need to go to a net you don't go to a networking event because, you know, you've you're already a really, really successful business owner and you've got a team and you've you're making you're generating a six, seven, eight figure revenue. You can go to a networking event even if you're working a full time job. Just take some time out and go and see what people are doing and how they're running, you know, how they're running a business or how they're doing life in a different type of way. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think yeah. it's a fantastic opportunity to break outside of your current circle and network and be outside of your comfort zone. And, yeah. you know, I really think that the sky's the limit when you start meeting other people because they start introducing you to other people as well. Mm -hmm. And then you start meeting other people and then you go to their networking events. Absolutely. Before you know it, you're going to more events than, you know, you can yeah. think of. Yeah. And where did you start? Yeah. Right? Like how I started my business was very similar. I was I went from social media to networking and that's how I grew. It mm. was so a lot of social media, but also a lot of networking. Mm. And then people started being like, Oh, Phoebe, you're everywhere. It's like, I'm not everywhere. I'm just going to the right places. Right. And I'm Absolutely. I'm putting myself out there even if it takes time out of my week. Well said. I mean, I just want to touch base on when you mentioned that there are people who are who doesn't need networking because they're already on seven, eight figure pay. But what I want to say is when you have seven, eight figure pay, you have higher role to perform where you can inspire a lot of people, where you can give it back to the community saying, how did I get there? Like how Therese does it. I incredibly so, so, she she's deep into my heart, honestly. I mean, I love her so much. I in, I get inspired day to day when I see her posts or when I talk to her, when I see her all the time. That, and uh, the, the inspiration comes genuinely because she always is a giver in the community. And that inspires me to give it back to the community. Oh, Whenever I feel like I'm attached to someone, I literally wanted to jump up and down. And yes, I, I would. I, that's my passion. I really wanted to get there, give it, give it back to the company. Let's give it, give this. So yeah, why not? I mean, there are two sides of coins. I mean, if there are people who are already up there and who doesn't need networking, I would advise them to come out and do some networking so that people will get inspired by them. And also, if you have a community, like if you have clients that are all of a very similar niche or industry, or maybe they're of a similar size that's a great chance as well for you to create your own community, right? That's, yes. Well, I think that's exactly what we're trying to do now. We are yes. creating a global community here. Mm -hmm. And Healthy Wealthy Wise is a perfect example 
why not we take this to interstates and international as well? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to this on a huge platform. And we have incredible people, and two of those are here. Right <laughs> so there you go. So no doubt about it. But look at where that started from. That's my other yeah. piece of advice. I know just in coaching people, they might go to some networking events and they don't like it. And that's okay. I would mm. say you need to shop around, go right. and and, and mm. you can only you only make an informed decision by by visiting and mm. going and, and and if it's not your cup of tea, then start your own networking group. That's it. And people say to me all the time, How do you do that? I go, Well, I send a calendar invite yeah. to at least two people. That's it. I've got, I think there's uh, Bayside, Bayside United Ladies of yeah. Finance started with three people just over three years ago. Yeah. And today we've got 60 on the list. Mm. Wow. Uh, but yeah. yeah. The coolest finance peeps in the southeast, which was Altus at Chadston, where we yeah. first started. Again, that started with like four or five four, of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, is now just the coolest peeps in the southeast because yeah. it's bigger than finance now. Yeah. Yeah. With all of the experts, we've got accountants, coaches, social um, social media strategists. We've got convey like Properties. buyers, agents. Yeah. It's now a huge cohort. It is. It is. Look at look at the incredible. People. And it all started with nothing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Can't yeah. make it. I don't care. Yeah. No. Like, it, it's okay. Walk up. The right people are always in the room. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. You've got business owners. You've got cafe owners, restaurant owners. Yep. Maybe boutique owners, honestly. Uh, everyone has got their own story to share. Everyone has got their own inspiration where they have been inspired and reached to that level. So, yeah, let's learn from everyone. So good. Thank you both so much for putting out your time to the community for giving back and bringing people together. I know that my business has flourished because of the people around me. And I know that more and more businesses are going to thrive and shine because of the fact that they are around and surrounded by people that support them, that grow them, that challenge them and that help them to succeed. So we're really, really looking forward. I'm very, very looking forward to Healthy Wealthy Wise. And if you're listening and it's past March 24th, it's okay. There's going to be more. There's going to be more events. And if it's not Healthy Wealthy Wise, it could be something else. But put yourself out there. Make sure that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and just say hi to that next person that you meet at a networking event and get to know what their story is, how they got to where they are, And I, without a doubt, know you'll gain some value, some kind of lesson that's going to change the way you do things the next day. I, today, I travelled two hours to go to this show today. And I have to say, blew my mind. I interviewed four women on panel. They were, I, I would otherwise never have met these women. They were exceptional women. So that is a huge reward for me to actually really get to know them, yeah. both personally, so it was a bit of a deep dive into their personal story as well as the success of their businesses. Met that. I also caught short with an Instagram, Instagram booth tomorrow. I've now got a card of a lady that did a fantastic Instagram booth at that event, so I've got now something practically useful. Um, so I met her, and then on my way out, I met a lady 
who has followed me on LinkedIn, but we're not connected. And she is a voice for um, for empowering um, women as they go and step into menopause. Wow. And to meet her, I went, oh, my gosh, I run a women's supporting women group. We have events. Nobody is speaking about peri or premenopause pre or postmenopausal women and all of the issues, I need you on stage. So I got like six things out of today. Wow. That's incredible. I am so excited. Oh, and the, <laughs> the important thing is not to just walk away from these networking events and go, no. great, I'll file no. that away. I'll ho- hopefully I'll see yeah. them again at the next one. Do the follow-ups. Mm-hmm. Right. Organize the coffee chats or the Zooms or even a phone call. I've I've even done a um a morning walk thing where we the lady called it a walkie talkie where she would walk and do her morning walk and where wherever she was and I would do mine mm. and I I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. I think it's a great way where we've we've both done our morning exercise and gotten to know each other at the yeah. same time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The other day, uh, just the last week, oh, the week before. Uh, Maya Tuhi from uh, uh, Choice Group. Yes. Um, she, yes. She's doing a walk uh, walk and talk mm. uh, awesome. at Gales Park. And there were about 15, 20 people. All the brokers, the BDMs have joined together. And we were walking the whole Gales Park with a coffee in our hands and talking about the products and about um, knowing each other and all the, all the banking relations. That was just amazing concept and I was there for the first time and that was just incredible the knowledge you get the knowledge you share among different brokers and there's no competition at all it was just yeah. open-mindedness where we went to to the gels park it was fantastic atmosphere and I was thoroughly loved it and I said this is something what people should come up for often with mm-hmm. mm. Agreed. You, you get to share a lot of your ideas and you get to pick up one of the ideas what suits your business. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so amazing. I love it's that. Incredible. Like as Therese was saying that just earlier today when you went, you went with open-mindedness and you will definitely be in touch with those people who you met. That's an incredible opportunity for your future long-term relationships. Absolutely. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's all about, you know, it's it's the eagerness and the passion what you have in your heart that takes you to the different level. Yeah, I think, yes, you're right. So if I go with a closed mind, but um, begrudgingly, because yeah. I've guilted into going because somebody, then then I'm not going to get the same things out of it. No, no. Absolutely. Yeah, if you've just gone because somebody's invited you and you're you're obliged, mm. such a different absolutely. energy, such a different outcome as well. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go in, like what Shree said, with an open mind, an open heart, you're excited, you're you know, not necessarily got a, um, you know, like I don't think you need to go in there with expectations, no. but I think it's good to go in with a open mind. Sure. Yes. And I think that also, I'm just going to add something to that. When you go in with an energy of gratitude as well, you actually mag- magnetically attract mm. people a lot easier. I, I, th- I think that people will come up to you and naturally be drawn to mm. chat with you mm. if you've got a heart of gratitude. I think I, right. I truly believe that when you walk into a room, you can feel and tell, like that you can feel the vibrations of people. I know you that sounds you really that positive vibe with you. Yes, yeah. The aura is all around you. 
And when it is around you, people will get attracted to you because you have that positive smile. And they're naturally smile. they're naturally more inclined to yeah. speak to someone that is warm, smiling. You know, their their gestures are open, their hands are open. They're more welcoming, yeah. and I think that. Um, it you know if you walk in fearful and nervous mm. and and you're worried about what other people think just always remember people are everyone's just thinking about themselves everyone's just thinking about they're not going oh he looks uncomfortable or she looks you know awkward or new or whatever people are just going there for whatever's in it for themselves mm. right so if you can forget all of that and and go in with a giver's mindset, mm. you will attract conversations. And um, like attracts like, I think you'll end up, funnily enough, I, I always end up sitting next to the people that somehow I've got lots of values aligned with theirs and things in common. Mm-hmm. I always jokingly say to clients that, oh, I don't want to go there because there might be other mortgage brokers or there may be other competitors. I said, you, and I jokingly say, well, you just need to turn up and be the most dazzling. But when I actually say dazzling, yeah, I don't mean the prettiest. Yeah. I don't mean with the most expensive dress. But dazzling is that. It's aura. Absolutely. It's light in your eyes, Correct. yeah? Yes. It's oh, everything yeah. about your face. I actually, when I say dazzling, I actually mean all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Mm. There's always something to learn from another. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who they are. There's always something to learn. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very, very excited. And I think we're gonna get underway with, with the event and it's happening so soon. And I'm I'm really looking forward to the outcome. And I'm also looking forward to hearing from the listeners as well. If yeah. you guys have anything you'd like to hear or see you know from the next event as well if you'd like any specific topics let us know let us know in you know either in the comments of a of a post that you're seeing about this podcast or about a healthy wealthy wise event promo or just you know send one of us a dm let us know what you want to hear because that's how that's how we can make it better as well absolutely the feedback what you give or the comments what you mentioned we will always take that on board and we will uh, we're listeners. Better. We are we're listeners. That's it. <laughs> Tree T, thank you so much for being on the Inspired to Thrive podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so inspired. I'm so grateful that you're both here, that we've had the, you know, just the privilege to have you both in, in the room. And um, I'm sure the listeners are very, very grateful as well. Is there any one last message that you'd like to share before we close the show today? Uh, I, I think pleasure is all mine to be here, Pete. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, and looking forward to many more collaborative um, attempts I would love to make to the, into the community, to go deeper into the community, to learn more um, to for a wider range of businesses to collaborate with, help them, support them as much as I can, and uh, learn from them as well at the same time and grow my business too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And we can't wait for the very next episode. Keep thriving and shining. Bye.